the hell? This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. This is your last chance, there is no turning back. Once you get red pills, you'll start learning that. What you thought to be the truth is not actual fact. There's a battle for your mind while your body's being attacked. Chemtrails, slap us from the sky, dropping heavy metal. Sea spray in Frisco, hosed by Navy vessels. Project Hawk, large energy transfers to the ionosphere. Operation Popeye clouds seeding Vietnam's atmosphere. Watch the fog of war, Gulf of Tonkin attack. Never happened, Iraqi WMD, something George Bush clearly imagined. 9-11 and building seven books should be examined Anthrax scare, false flag ops have greatly expanded Military enacted Oklahoma City bombings Antidepressants, drug shooters Remain playing alarming Tuskegee syphilis trials Important down experiments Autism rate denials Vaccines on terrible regimens Take the red pill away from blissful ignorance Your third eye opens, you will see the difference Take the red pill and shatter the illusion When your mind is in land, we will start the revolution Take the red pill away from blissful ignorance Your third eye opens, you will see the difference Take the red pill and shatter the illusion When your mind is enlightened, we will start the revolution Global surveillance programs exposed by Edward Snowden NASA bombed the moon, base detonate a nuclear explosion Philly experiment turned a warship invisible Montauk chronicles that stranger things were inexplicable Monash had a heart attack, investigating blue beam Church commission found the heart attack gun was no dream MLK's assassination, a high-level conspiracy JFK's termination, a victory for tyranny Sunshine stole the babies for testing prohibition beds, poison alcohol to stop drinking. Project Hubert LSD dose 7,000 troops. Co Intel Pro FBI infiltrate political groups. All natural cures deliberately suppressed. Invention secrecy at 6,000 patents suppressed. Zero point energy test was Wardenclyffe Tower. Armed with this forbidden knowledge, you now have unlimited power. Take the red pill away from blissful ignorance. Your third eye opens, you will see the difference. Take the red pill and shatter the illusion When your mind is enlightened, we will start the revolution Take the red pill away from blissful ignorance Your third eye opens, you will see the difference Take the red pill and shatter the illusion When your mind is enlightened, we will start the revolution The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society And we are, as a people, inherently and historically Opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths and a secret proceedings, the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. And however fierce the struggle may be, our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger. Your health. Man will be what he was born to be. Free and independent. Take the red pill away from blissful ignorance. Your third eye opens, you will see the difference. Take the red pill and shatter the illusion. When your mind is enlightened, we will start the revolution. Take the red pill away from blissful ignorance. Your third eye opens, you will see the difference. Take the red pill and shatter the illusion When your mind is enlightened, we will start the revolution
wishful ignorance, your third eye opens, you will see the difference. Take the red pill and shatter the illusion. When your mind is in land, we will start the revolution. Take the red pill away from And good evening, fuckers. Welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. As you just heard, Red Pill there, Count Bluntus, killing it for us. Uh, we told you that we're going to use like five of his songs. Literally, we are going to use five of his songs. I am the Mick, and joined with me tonight, of course, is my lovely... Lynn. Welcome back, Patriots. Other half. Tonight Significantly better other half. Is going to be a loaded show. We're going to be talking quick. We got a lot of shit to cover because in the last three days, we have heard some of the most ultimate retarded shit that you could ever hear in politics in literally 48 hours. Um, yeah, they're coming for everything. I, I, I sat back the last two days. I, I'm amazed I still have hair on my head. You do? Because I want to fucking pull it out right now with the shit that's going on right now. So not to get into it too far, but we're going to go over some of the stuff that obviously old... <laughs> Uh, are sleepy in chief. And this is uh, the name of this episode, just in case you're all wondering is sleepy time because, and I'll cover this later, but it is the name of this is sleepy time. Ted Cruz was all of us last night. Uh, Joe Biden wants to roll out a 1.8 trillion plan to boost social welfare spending. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the Dems census woes, uh, the feds in the Giuliani raid. Um, this is going to go down a rabbit hole even though I've tried to stop myself from going down this route hole, because I know some more information that I know a lot of you don't know. Um, and guess what you're going to find out tonight? The information that you don't know that I know. Um, some of the FISA shenanigans within that, because all of this stuff links together. I know you don't understand what I'm talking about yet, but you will understand before the end of this. And then the state of disaster that was last night, which I, uh, Took his speech, printed it out, highlighted tons of shit. I mean, I pretty much wrote on every fucking page. I could literally probably do a dissertation just on the bullshit that came out last night. And then we're going to close it up and wrap it up and finish it there uh, because that's going to bring us to an hour and a half. So without yeah, mixed leading this one, I'm pretty much just comic relief and commentary. And he's got all this one. She's along for the ride. <laughs> yes. uh, let's start out, first of all with the spender in chief um as i've come to talk talk about him he has become the spender in chief why is he the spender in chief well let's see here he's not even 100 days into his administration and he's already talking about spending 10 trillion dollars uh, okay well what did you just say yes that's 10 trillion how many zeros is that uh, seven is nine. a million no no not seven is a million one two three four five six six Seven is six zeros is a million. Six okay. So seven, million. seven places though. Seven, total is seven a million. Seven places. Yeah. So uh, not nine zeros. Eight's a billion. Nine. Nine, nine zeros. Would be the next one. Okay. So, and since it's 10, it's, it's actually 10 zeros. Yes. So. Holy fuck. That is more money. That so, is. So how, how does that break down? Because he hasn't actually spent 10 trillion yet, right? Yes, so, he has. Well, no, because not all so has let's, been approved, but let's, time out. No, 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 it hasn't. But he wants to spend wants up within a hundred days. Okay. But right now, just right now, he's sitting at 6.5 trillion yep. oh, that yeah. he spent. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's already spent 6.5 okay, trillion already out the door. Yep. yep. Okay. He's looking to tack on another 
four and a half trillion dollars yeah. on top of what? Let's see, a trillion for the American Families Plan. Oh, that's more than that. It's two point two five trillion for that. No, no, it's two point five trillion for the American Jobs Plan. Oh, okay. American Families is a trillion. American Jobs is two point five trillion. And then the one point eight trillion he plans and for then the one point nine trillion is for uh, more COVID relief or who, who fucking knows. social welfare spending is what it really boils Whatever. down to. Yeah, that is more money than any president has ever spent in four years. In four years. In, fuck, in eight years. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I was about to say in <laughs> two full terms. Yeah. So American Families pr- proposes uh, free universal preschool because, you know, the Head Start education system it's really- It's so successful. It, it's worked out really well for all those kids. Uh, no, if you no, do no not, if you do not hear the, uh, yeah, that word. You know what I'm talking about. If you do not hear that in my voice, then the you're sarcasm? high. The sarcasm. Yes. There you go. Okay. Uh, the, that the, hasn't worked. Facetiousness. Yeah. That has not worked no. at all. You know what that is? We spent over $309 billion. So listen. Hold on. Just in the last two years, uh-huh. we've spent $309 billion in the Head Start programs. Yeah. <clears throat> It's it's not any more success. It's actually less successful than children spending the first five years at home with a parent. Correct. Yes. Absolutely correct. And and it, this also includes two years of tuition free community college. Well, I'm, I was so, going to get on. there. Whoa, listen, no, no, wait, time wait, out, time wait. out. I know, time you're, out. I know you're going to get there, but I, get there. I have a point to this. Okay, so they're putting your kids in state run school two years earlier and they're keeping your kids in state run school two years later. Well, No, no, stop. Cause it now you're pure cut- indoctrination. Now you're cutting into my bullshit. So <sighs> this is where it gets really interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So this initiative would run in conjunction with state governments and officials and dreamers. Dreamer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kids, so kids that, that now we're talking about here, but non U S citizens. Now we're talking about non U S citizens. I want to know what's the line. What's the, the age line? Like if they came here when they were 15, do they count as a dreamer? When they came here when they were under 18, like just have under 10, where's where's the line? I'm still asking for a definition of systematic racism. So when you find that out, I'll probably find out what systematic racism means. Joy Behart apparently talked no, about that on the she didn't. today. She lied about it. I, well, she doesn't know. There's not a definition for it. So I know. Not that I watched the view, but anyway, uh, the American Families Plan also proposes making permanent certain additional Obamacare subsidies. So, if you're not involved, so basically, what they're doing is what they should have done with masks, in my opinion. Um, If you want to make masks a big thing, okay, get a vaccine. You don't need to wear a mask. That's the way it should have been. Um, Instead, now they're doing this with the Obamacare plan and the Obamacare plan and the subsidies that's included is if you have Obamacare, you'll get a bigger child tax credit. You'll get a bigger family tax credit and they will be permanent. Does that count if you have TRICARE? I mean, we have, we still have federal health care. Nope. Okay. You have to be enrolled in Obamacare. If you were a soldier- and you risked your life for this country. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And you have Does not, government-run healthcare. You're not listening because they don't give a fuck about veterans. Correct. And all that bullshit he put in his speech. Oh well, we're gonna get to that. He didn't too. give a fuck about that. Um, so essentially, this is gonna continue. It'll be a permanent tax credit that you're gonna get, and we're gonna build back better. That's what he said. Actually, he said, uh, "Build back." We're gonna. We're gonna. We're, gonna we're, we're, we're not gonna build back. We're gonna build. I don't know. He fucking lost his place. I couldn't even follow. No, him. he's gonna build back. 
<laughs> That's exactly what he's going to do. He's going, bah, 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 bah. what the fuck did you just say, retard? <laughs> so the changes uh, that include raising $700 billion increasing internal revenue service funding for uh, better enforcement. Let's hire more IRS workers. Because we need a bigger government. We because need a bigger government. There's a liberal in charge. Top mar marginal rate labor to include uh, pre-2017 2017, uh, levels. Um, effectively doubling the rate on such gains. Uh, American families plans also invest in our children's and our families and our families' futures. Yeah, two hundred and twenty-five billion to paid family and medical leave. Um, two hundred billion for universal pre-K. You talked about that. Four trillion for a Build Back Better agenda is what his total agenda is. So that's where I got the ten million from. Because ultimately, when you build back better, you obviously got to drop more money in it. Well, yeah, just throw, throw money at the problem. That's what Make he's doing. So he's going to drop $4 trillion for the Build Back Better plan. And that's essentially what he launched last night. We'll get there into that because that's actually covered in my um, some of the notes I made. Anyway, um, he will fight an uphill battle. And this article is from the Washington Examiner. And he will fight. Uh, this isn't going to be a complete uphill battle. Um this includes drinking water improvements because I don't know how many. Well, from what I hear, the water in Flint, Michigan is still tainted. So maybe they'll eventually get around to fixing that. I don't know. Maybe all those guys that were going to be working on the pipeline, they'll be able to drop some pipe for water. drinking water. I don't know. I, I don't know either. Um, and this supposedly will also be the disability services in American jobs plan as well. It's going to cover that as well. Which what, is, is, what does that mean? I don't know. Are they going to give you money for being disabled and not working? But I work. Mm. It's weird. Um, so $66 billion for broadband for public schools. Hmm. Broadband? Isn't that a 90s thing? Yeah, that's what I thought. Aren't we at like T1, T2 cable? Aren't we at like T3 or T5? I thought we were way up there now. I mean, why don't they just put 5G in all the schools and give all the kids radiation? Uh, $299 billion for roads and bridges. That's only 0.06% of that. Oh, actual infrastructure. Yeah. Infrastructure plan. Um, 61 billion for well, public but, transit. But here, here's the deal. 20 babe. billion for rail projects. Okay. So listen, because uh, the public transportation and the rail projects, they can all make all that fake electric shit. Right. But they don't really want to improve the roads and bridges because you know what drives on roads and bridges? People who work cars. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. Oh, those, that's fossil See, fuels. Exactly. Now you're destroying the fucking. Exactly. That exactly. Oh, that's horrible. I told you. I don't know who, who thought that one up. That's a bad fucking move. Don't put money into roads, bridges or airports because you know, that burns fossil fuels. You, I, can't, you can't convert an, an airplane to electric. Why not? Because they don't make batteries big enough or that sustain enough charge for long enough to fly an airplane more than fucking 50 feet. Oh, you can't those, even take off. Those ass clowns. What are they doing? I don't know. I mean, how dare they? Uh, you know, you, I mean, you know, you also can't convert a tractor to electric. So all, all of this like um, vegan food and shit, you know how that's produced? It's produced with tractors that use fossil fuel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, sorry about that. Sorry, vegans. Eat some bacon. You'll feel better. So then we uh, we move right along. Um, and in the last two days, uh, something else that came out that's huge. What's that? Uh, the census numbers. Oh, yeah. The census is fun. So uh, 
And I, I, I label this one the Dems census woes because this is a woe for them because they ended up losing seats in red states or losing seats in blue states and gaining seats in red states. Well, what the fuck did they think was going to happen? Uh, let's see. California probably took the biggest hit because they lost, what, uh, two seats overall total. Yeah, and they went straight to Texas. Texas gained two seats. Yep. Florida gained a seat. Uh, New York lost a seat. Um, New Jersey lost a seat. Uh Pennsylvania lost a seat. The only red state that lost a seat was Ohio. But from what I understand, what's going on in Ohio, Ohio is turning more blue than red anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Or I think it doesn't really matter. At least. Uh, you see, did, did it really, though? Because I don't think anything actually turned blue, to be honest. Well, and that's up for argument. I mean, the point is, is that the Dems are losing seats and the Republicans are picking up seats. So when does that take effect? Oh, this will be the next. So 2022. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but really it doesn't really take effect till 2024 because where does it matter? Well, it'll certainly matter in Congress and the Senate. No, it doesn't because the electoral college doesn't vote for Congress or senators. I understand that, but this is talking about house and Senate seats. So if we can flip the house and the Senate, just based on. Well, th- this is true. Correct. You're right. Uh, no, it doesn't doesn't reflect Senate seats. Senate seats are permanent per state. Of course, uh, the House House seats. seats. So, I mean, honestly, with this change in the Senate, we can take the House away from Nancy Pelosi. We absolutely could. Actually, I mean, Nancy change in the House. She wouldn't even Senate. be the leader anymore. She would be a she minority. Could, she leader. would be the minority leader. Correct. Yeah. She would be the bitch, which she should be. I mean, she is a bitch. But everybody's saying that it's sabotage right now. That's what the Dems are claiming. It's sabotage. People, what, it's not sabotage. sabotage. No, it's how it works. If you enact horrible policies in your state and you tax people literally to death and destitution, then guess what? They're going to leave and go somewhere where they're appreciated and they can keep more of their money and build their business bigger and better to take care of their families better. Why would you stay in a state that taxes you 60% where you can go to a state that doesn't tax you at all as far as income tax goes? And that's exactly what I was going to say. So you just (laughs) stole everything I just was about to say. So I'm just going to go ahead and kill this story. It's done. We just... Put a fork in it. The fucker's done. I guess I did have some things to contribute. I just stuck them right out of your head. So uh, moving right along, I can check <laughs> off a couple things here. Hold on one second while I do some uh, housekeeping. That's one. That's two. And I bet I said it three. like 20 minutes more concisely than you would have. No. Anywho, <laughs> we get to move on to the big story. Uh, well, one of the bigger stories that happened in the last 48 hours. Um a first off, before I even get to this story, I'm going to talk about something else because it's something else that took place that I thought you all probably want to hear in case you didn't listen to it or go on Dan Bongino's show. But Dan Bongino had Trump on the other morning um, and he did a, he did a whole interview with him. Uh, Dan Bongino, of course, records all his shit to YouTube. Uh, YouTube sent him a letter. And Rumble. YouTube sent him a letter and said, comrade, um, due to the graphic nature of what you've posted, we are going to have to remove what's on. I'm, I'm sorry. He didn't say, they didn't say comrade. They said, Dan, <laughs> what Dan Bongino wants them to say. But is, they did say graphic nature. Yeah, it was, it was considered under their, 
graphic nature and their what, what was that policy. Trump, Trump's voice is graphic. Yes, and his face and the fact that it was videotaped. Oh my! You can't. Oh yeah, of course, because you can't show Trump yep. at all. Yep. Anywhere. Yep. God forbid. So uh, everybody that's not a part of Rumble, I'm going to go ahead and ask right now, and uh, I don't ask for much, but I would ask that you go ahead and get into Rumble right now, so that way you're away from YouTube and the fucking communist censoring homos that are at YouTube, um, just to kill that one right in the butt. But it was a good interview. Trump answered some really good questions in 2024. Uh, he Ron didn't- DeSantis is a possible running mate. No, he didn't answer that. He, he didn't, didn't talk about that he there, talked, but he did talk about he, that somewhere else. Can you stop? No. He talked about, uh, one of the things he did talk about was that prior to, uh, at, after the 2022 election is done, um, and he's actually pretty specific about it. He said, you know, if anything, if I'm going to do anything, it would be the day after the 2022 election. So that way he's got two years to run. And I don't disagree with that theory. If he's going to do it, if you're going to go all out, you might as well go all the fuck out and oh. get everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you don't fix 2020, how can we possibly win in 2022? Well, I mean, it's already starting to happen. It happened in Georgia. More states are coming on board with passing the same law Georgia did. You have four other, five other state senates right now that are doing it. Uh, plus you have... so. You just slow your fucking roll because you're about to piss me off because you're already fucking itching to know what the fuck I know that you don't know. Yep. And I don't want you to know what I know because what I know would blow your mind. Well, are so you going to blow everyone's mind? I, I'm going to blow as many people as I can as long as you're not a guy. So <laughs> Because Mick is hashtag super straight. I'm uber straight. <laughs> he doesn't even do the female penis. <laughs> no, not even close. So let's start out with what the big news is. So 6 a.m. yesterday morning at 6 a.m., the feds knocked on Rudy Giuliani's door. Seven FBI guys knocked on Rudy Giuliani's door. How do I know it was seven? Because I actually talk, I listened to Giuliani tonight. He's actually on Tucker. Tucker Carlson. So if you want to see a good interview, go listen to his interview. But he talks about the seven FBI agents that showed up at his doorstep. Okay. And he shows up, they show up at his doorstep, knock on the door. And hand him a, a, a warrant to search his premises. Electronics. Uh, no, they handed him a warrant. They were allowed to take electronics. Okay. Stop. Would you shut up? Probably uh, not. She's muted. So <laughs> again, uh, showed up at his doorstep to search his residence. They're taking electronics. They're taking um, anything electrical, any devices that were electrical, so on and so forth. Um, they get all the way through. They're very, according to Rudy, they were very straight, genuine guys. They were very humbled, um, trying to be as nice about it as possible, explaining that they didn't want to do it, this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, so he gets to the end of the, the probe or the end of the warrant as they're closing up shop. And he brings these other two hard drives out and he puts them on the table. He goes, well, don't you guys want to take these? I mean, he took every other one. And they say, uh, no, no. Well, well, what's on them? And uh, Rudy's like, oh, well, this is the copies of Hunter's laptop. And they say, and mind you, this is all going on right now with the ATF actively looking into Hunter Biden for uh, what they call a straw purchase, a straw purchase 
firearm that he he violated the straw purchase Fire, firearms act and that he lied on his uh was the 307 on his 307 that states uh have you are you have you ever used mind altering drugs and he said no and when in fact he obviously shows pictures of him snorting coke off a hooker's ass i mean that's pretty obvious it doesn't get much well, more obvious yeah, than that he also got kicked out of the Navy for using cocaine so, prior to that. Long so story that right there is on record. So long story short, uh, when, you know, he, Rudy tells him this, uh, they turn around and say, no, 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 we don't want that. And left him with those two external hard drives that have the copies of Hunter Biden, Biden's laptop on it, which everybody is now thinking, wow, this is really fucking odd. Um, and if you know anything about the legal system, you know that right off the bat, if this does not stink of a fishing expedition, then you don't know that much about the legal system and the way it works. So wait, here's a question for you though. Can I answer, can I get through the rest of it so that you understand why this all fits together? Well, can I ask a quick question? Cause there's, there's two implications of that that I see. First off, how did they know that that was the copy of Hunter Biden's laptop? Rudy told him. Rudy was holding the hard drive saying, don't you want to take these? I understand that these Rudy are- told them. So they are conducting a search warrant of Rudy's home because obviously they believe him guilty of some kind of wrongdoing. So they're just going to take his word that it's Hunter Biden's laptop. Okay. First of all. All right. So since you will not let me continue and you keep <laughs> fucking interrupting, you fucking pain in the ass well shut up this is a, sit down this is a co-host thing so. sit in the corner and color i'm not a marine so let's move right along here because before we can get into everybody asks that question or the better question why did this happen to america's mayor because you know, remember rudy giuliani he was the mayor of new york city during 9 11 he mm-hmm. was america's mayor everybody knows rudy giuliani is america's mayor well, well what really why are we there? Everybody's been asking that question. So then this little story leaks out and this came from the Hill. And in the Hill, there's some key findings in the Mueller report, which is really weird because you're like, this came out two days ago. This came out Monday. So now everybody's like scratching their head going, wait a minute. How does this all apply? Because guess what people, this is where I'm about to blow your fucking minds. All of this shit links together. So tell me that one more time that this was not a political hit job. Oh, of course it was. This is 100%. This shows that this was a political hit job. A matter of fact, to the point that the president of the United States right now was on TV tonight. And he said, I knew nothing of the raid on Rudy Giuliano's apartment. Which president? Biden, Mm. which is bullshit, which we all know that's bullshit. But so the key findings, um, talks about Constantine Kalimnik. Kalimnik, who last night I thought was somebody else that I, I was thinking something way off the, the reservation. And then I had to call some people today. And on the, while I was on the phone with them, I found out some really interesting information about these people. And I had to ask twice. I said, is any of this shit able to go out in the press? And uh, one of the people told me, uh, yes. The other person said, really, I don't give a fuck. And if I get in trouble for it, fuck it. 
<laughs> so the answer to that so, is yes. Here you go. Kalimnik, he worked uh, He worked for the Trump campaign, or he worked for the chairman of the Trump campaign, Paul Manafort, uh, during Trump's campaign. And, uh, oh, he's also tied to Russian intelligence. Oh, but it gets better. Hold on. You thought the hole couldn't get any bigger? Uh, who's my buddy that's always putting the press and seal shit on stuff or the, the leak seal? Flex seal. Flex seal. So, we've got more. But we've got more. So Manafort comes out and we find out that during Mueller's investigation of Trump in 2016, 2017, 2018, uh, they described Klemnik as a sensitive intelligence source for the United States State Department. Well, wait a minute. Kalimnik was tied to Manafort. Uh, shit, wait a minute. Whose presidency was that under? Oh, that would have been Obama. Hill Dogs. So Kalimnik was an informer for Hillary? Correct. Fuck me, right. Recruited and sourced by Hill Dog. And then he got wait a minute. put so- into Trump's administration? So hold on. Ready for this one? So Rudy comes out yesterday and says, oh, by the way, the FBI was also in my iCloud server. In 2019? Yes. And that should no, be no, no. From 2015 to 2019. His iCloud server has been hacked over 20 something, 25, 28 times, something like that. By the government. Well, he didn't know who originally, because again, when it goes back to the IP address, the IP address doesn't go back to anything because that's the way the government works. Well, this IP address, one of the IP addresses they happen to use, happened to be the tech farm in Virginia that the FBI works from. And that was the initial hack in 2016, where they saw a bunch of documents between Rudy and Trump. Are those documents illegal? Not necessarily. However, but they're getting them as illegal. The way that they acquired them is a hundred percent illegal. Oh, and by the way, guess what? This was done under. This is where it gets better. FISA. Exactly. Understand what FISA stands for, folks. Foreign. Let me hold on. Let me just start out FISA again. For uh, oh, I did it again. Let me start it out again. For oh shit, I'm doing it again. <laughs> Fuck. Why can't I? St- oh, because it's a. Foreign Intelligence Services Security Act. That's what FISA stands for. We're protecting ourselves against foreign intelligence operatives, so, not domestic intelligence operatives. So are they trying to claim that Rudy was a foreign intelligence operative? No. That Trump was a foreign intelligence operative? Something along those lines, because they had to for it to work in a FISA court. Think about it. Wasn't you Russian- have to sit. All right. So let me explain if you do not know the inner workings of a FISA court, how this works. Okay. First of all, these courts you don't see. I mean, we learned a lot about it during the whole Steele dossier shit. But not know. really. No, you have never actually sat in one. To sit in one is and to actually hear about it in a Steele dossier. Nah, whatever. That's fucking. Okay. I might as well just jerk off online. So for you've it. obviously sat in a FISA court. Before, so, so FISA courts, the it. way they work, you have, it's five judges. You sit in front of five judges, kind of like you're sitting in front of the Supreme Court. It's you, a recorder, the court members. The whole room is, you might as well put it underground and under fucking, under copper mesh wiring and everything else to block every signal. You cannot go into the cell phone. You cannot go into the computer. There is no electronics in there unless they've already been previously swiped, 
blurred and deleted, blah, 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 blah. So it's basically conducted in a Faraday cage. Exactly. There's no way to get a signal out. There's no way to get a signal in. So. Well, at least if an EMP went off, you'd be able to be safe. Information in there is passed to the judges. The judges will convene to an anteroom. That anteroom is also protected within the same manner. Um, In that anteroom, they discuss what's going on. Before they leave the anteroom, NDAs are signed. Why are NDAs signed? Because the judges are told to keep their mouth shut. You're not allowed to talk about anything we've talked about here, especially if it involves U.S. persons, because we're not investigating U.S. persons, but a lot of the times in those investigations, U.S. persons are brought up because they may or may not be the source of information. They may or not may or may not be the source of the leak of information, or they may or may not be the terrorists themselves or the incoming terrorists to the United States. So U.S. persons, their information is protected. They have a grand total of 30 days that they can hold on to that U.S. person's information. After 30 days, they are required by law, federal law, to destroy everything involving that U.S. person if they cannot prove anything to that U.S. person. Okay, well, hold on. Back up a second because there seems to be a huge glaring security hole right here. What? That the judges are automatically working off the assumption that all of the information that's given to them is factually true. Well, you have to swear to it. So you're basically, no, as an agent, you're basically swearing to all the information because basically what you're abiding to is by perjury. If you perjure yourself, you're going to jail. There's not a, and you're losing your job and everything else that bad can happen to you can happen to you. So why aren't there a whole bunch of federal agents in jail or having lost their job? And that's where the question is, because on the warrants themselves, if you label something a FISA warrant, you've gone and sat in front of, well, this is the problem. And this is what they're finding out is none of that ever happened. Wait, what do you mean? None of that ever happened. They never went in front of a FISA court to get the warrant. Mueller signed off on it all. He doesn't have the legal authority to do that. So what the fuck over Barack Obama left him that authority. Barack Obama didn't have the legal authority to do that. Barack Obama had the executive authority to do that at the time. He left him that authority. So Barack Obama, it was something unbeknownst kind of secret, a a P ad unbeknownst to Trump. And I don't think people know what P ads are. Well, they're presidential executive or authorization directives. Authorized directives. Presidential executive action directives. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to talk. I mean, it's a, uh, but they're basically secret. They're not disclosed. No, they're not, they're not put out to the public. Like executive orders are correct. They're not published. They're not published on the website. Like executive orders are. So that's how Barack Obama, um, signed pardons for Hillary and all the other people just before he left office so that they could not be prosecuted for, crimes previous to that point, which is why Trump couldn't put them all in jail. So the reason that Kalimnik was kept on, and this is the part that a lot of people couldn't figure out was what's Kalimnik's involvement with Trump. Kalimnik provided information to Hillary and the Obama administration about the WikiLeaks shit. And his information was considered invaluable during that investigation that that investigation went on for a while. And matter of fact, we still, they still don't have everything out of WikiLeaks yet, but Kalimnik was then turned over as a sensitive source to the FBI. Well, the FBI took him, and obviously it has filtered out that he stayed on, even though he really didn't 
offer any other information. But they put him back into different situations where he might meet influential people. Kalimnik ended up meeting Manafort, ended up working for Manafort and his firm, and then was brought on to the Trump campaign, just another way that they were spying on Trump. All of this is now coming out. So they uh, had a live spy in the Trump campaign. Correct. Directly so, spying on President Trump. So and- all of this is spilling out now. So then they ask, well, well, what's what's declassified about the FISA opinions and, and more FBI abuses? Because that also came out in the last within the last, I don't know, 24, 48 hours. I did hear that. That a judge so, showed that there was a lot more abuses in the FISA courts than the anyone opinion, had ever realized. The opinion that was handed down April t- 2019 to July 2019, the FBI technical information specialist was involved in the compliance incidents by conducting 124 inquiries into Section 702 information acquired from volunteers who had read, requested to participate in the FBI Citizens Academy. Uh, persons who entered their field office for repairs and persons who reported that they were victims of a crime. So if you were a victim of a crime within the last, I don't know, within from April, 2019, July, 2019, you were searched through a FISA warrant and everything about you was pulled out and you were either good or bad. I mean, any kind of crime, any crime persons who reported they were a victim of a crime. So any victim of any crime. Exactly. From so April if, 2019 if got, to July 2019. If you got mugged on the street of New York City, which is like happens all the time these days. If you got raped, the FBI searched your background and pulled all the good shit out about you and laid it out there for And let me tell you something. Under these warrants, you have to understand the scope of these warrants. A FISA warrant means anything that would be considered non-intrusive I can do to you. So I can get into your computers. I can get into your cell phones. I can get into everything and nobody tells you that I'm even there. That's like being raped a second time, but being roofied first. Yeah, but you're not getting roofied. Well, if you don't know about it. I mean, there's a lot of people I would say if I raped you, that it'd be, you wouldn't know about it. I mean, I am the self bomber, hun. Short well, shriveled and I hang to the left. That's just because you're Irish. So, you know. I mean, that is true. And I sleep really hard. So- <laughs> it's been reported that a number of compliance incidents that were discovered during the oversight reviews in the FBI field offices, which suggests the FBI's failure to properly apply its query standard when searching 702 acquired information was more passive than was previously believed. Uh, for example, between April 2019, July 8th, 2019, the technical information specialist who was conducting a limited background investigations conducted approximately 124 queries of section 702 information uh, information uh, requested to participate in the FBI Citizens Academy, a program for business, religious, and civic and community leaders designed for the greater understanding of the role of the federal law enforcement community. Uh, individuals needed entry into the field office to pre- perform a particular service, such as, hey, Joe the plumber's coming in. Well, we got to run his background, figure out what the fuck he's doing. Oh, and individuals who enter the field office seeking to provide a tip or to report that they were a victim of a crime. Really? I mean, seriously, a victim of a crime? That's just craziness. So uh, the FBI task force conducted approximately 69 queries using the names of identified individuals. The redactions uh, are to keep secret the identities of the 
victims. And this is from August 1st, 2019 to April 18th, 2019 task force officer, approximately 69 queries using the name and identifiers of individuals. The officer conducted the queries to determine whether the FBI could provide additional information on those persons. One FBI intelligence analyst conducted 110 queries for an analytic paper. Another analyst conducted improper inquiries, ongoing vetting of confidential human sources, as well as overly broad queries, um, mistakenly failed to opt out of querying against the FISA-acquired information. Uh, Judge James Brandenburg, uh, the FISA court, found little issue with these abuses. In fact, oh no, his name was not Brandenburg, it was uh, Bosesburg. He concluded that the court is willing to again conclude that the improper queries described above do not undermine the prior determination that the implementation of the documentation requirement, the FBI's querying and minimalization procedures meets statutory and fourth amendment requirements. So basically, well, you fucked up, but we don't care. Yeah. Essentially that's what it is, but it's also a complete failure. It's a complete breach of your fourth amendment, right? Yeah. So if you were queried, um, I hope you're bringing a lawsuit against the FBI. Well, Mick, come on, dude. How does this relate back to Hunter Biden, the computer, and Rudy Giuliani? Well, how does this? How does man? I'm man. I got we got some great listeners because they ask some very poignant questions to the point where I get to now explain how this all links back. Wait, well, wait, hold on. Before you do that, real quick, I just want to read the Fourth Amendment really quickly. Okay. It's unreasonable search and seizure. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So how is having your purse snatched or being raped probable cause to be investigated. Well, it's obviously not. Obviously. I mean, Sorry. Just I because not everyone is as familiar with the Constitution as we are. When you call out an amendment, I like to read it. So so again, we go back to Mick. How do you know something about this that we all don't know? Tell us, Mick. Well, here is the brilliant part about the FBI and what they put in their shit. One of the names that was one of the from August 1st, 2019 to October 18th, 2019. And a lot of this has been redacted. Okay. However, I may or may not know someone involved in this who may or may not have told me this. One of the names actually is the first name that you cannot see. Rudy Giuliani. Wait, what? Yep. Wait, the first name, Rudy Giuliani's name is... Redacted. Here's the first one that's in here that's redacted. In where? In this, uh, this is the re- uh, this article is the reactionary, and it's the classified FISA opinion shows more FBI abuses. And in the f- one, the similarly between August first, twenty nineteen. Our- October 18th, 2019, task force officer in the FBI's such and such office conducted approximately 69 queries using the names and identifiers of individuals in the first name there that you can't see because it's all been redacted is Rudy Giuliani. So they've already admitted that, that they, they fucking spied on him. They wrongfully, illegally, illegitimately spied on Rudy Giuliani. So they go and fucking search his house at six o'clock yesterday morning after already having been called out on it? 
Yeah, because what are they looking for? Uh, because do the same thing over and over again and no. expect different results? What the fuck? They're insane. Well, that that is part of it. But what are they expecting? If they're looking Now they're looking for something to charge Rudy Giuliani with. Well, obviously. Because they couldn't do it when they did this. When they did all of this the first time, they couldn't find anything. Well, then why didn't they actually take Hunter Biden's laptops? Because then they could charge him on possession of child pornography. They could have. However, he's already talked to the government about it, offered to willing to give the government the laptops, willing to give them the copies that he has. And the government has told him no. So they're looking for something else to get him with. This is what we call fishing. This so is a hundred percent fishing. Everything bullshit. is all bullshit. There's so much bullshit out there right now. Everything about Rudy is I I'm willing to put money on is bullshit. Well, yeah. Everything, everything that fucking comes out of fucking Biden's mouth, everything that comes out of anybody in the DOJ, it's all bullshit. How they've painted him as a complete alcoholic, yep. that he didn't pay any attention to yep. evidence and keep track of what was going on and that he was just more concerned about doing his podcast than about the court case, all that. You have to remember, this is the man. And I know a lot of people don't because this goes back years, but we lived it. We were there for it. Rudy Giuliani is the man who single-handedly, well, almost single-handedly, I would say he was the biggest prosecutor of the case, um, put the mob in jail in New York City. Okay. So when I was a kid and I lived in Ozone Park, um, we actually, my mom picked me up and moved me out of there because it was so bad that I couldn't even leave the house without a very large, vicious dog protecting me. I, I couldn't walk to school. I couldn't go anywhere for the fear of being gang raped or beaten or worse, just walking down the street in New York City. And that was pre-Giuliani. And I went to the city post-Giuliani and it was like a different place. And now my understanding is it's devolved back to the way it was when I was a kid. All I can tell you is that as it stands right now, Giuliani, uh, this is the guy that like, I mean, he used to run the justice department. He was in charge of the justice department for a number of years. I mean, he was in charge of the FBI. He made the rules for these guys. The reason that there are people, uh, uh, for instance, uh, there's the movie with uh, Johnny Depp, uh, where it talks about Sonny and all those guys. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. it Donnie Brasco, Donnie Brasco, which is actually, uh, the, the cover name for, uh, Johnny Depp's character in that. That was uh, Joe Pistone and Joe Pistone worked for Rudy Giuliani. And the guy that Joe Pistone reported to was Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani was Joe Pistone's middle guy for the Northeastern federal court up there that was prosecuting the mob. They got the mob from the inside. He was the first one to get an agent undercover into the mob. I mean, to the point that they were going to make Joe Pistone an actual member of the mob. I mean, never been done before, unheard of. And it was a complete fucking embarrassment. The fact they're going after this guy with the zeal that they're going after this guy with just because he agrees with Trump. It's a political hit job. 100%. This is the second lawyer, third actually in third. total, as I was just corrected tonight. But it's the third total lawyer, but the second one that was raided at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning when they come pounding on his door like he was going to run or do something crazy. Get the fuck out of here, people. Hey, FBI guys, I know a ton of you. You're all good guys. 
where the fuck are my middlemen? I mean, other than the guys that obviously gave me information tonight, but where the fuck are the rest of you? Why aren't you coming out against this shit? Why aren't you saying something? I do not understand why you're not saying anything. How can you keep your mouth shut with this blatant disregard for the fucking law, for the legal service in which you work is taking place? This is obviously 100% a political hit job. If you are not coming out and talking about this shit to the American people, you're doing more wrong by keeping your mouth shut than you are if you open your mouth up. You know why? Yeah, they're probably being threatened their jobs. They're scared. They're scared because- that's how they control everyone and everything is through fear. Fear of losing your job, fear of losing your family, fear of losing your livelihood, your freedom, fear of losing your life. They're scared. I mean, come on. I guess Hillary tried to kill you, but I mean, she's not really in the picture anymore. I'm just saying. Just remember, she was going to win, right? She was going to win. Oh, yeah. There, there was no doubt. Not. So. That was a different timeline. We've got, um, we've got 40 minutes now. I've got to get through this in 40 minutes and this is going to be rough folks. I'm going to be talking quick and I'm going to even be talking even faster than what you've ever heard me talk before. So get ready, hold on, buckle up, grab the bottom of your seats, light your hair on fire and get ready because I'm about to get into the state of disaster that was last night and what Joe Biden considered, considered his state of the union address. So let's just start out with the numbers. All right. 26.9 million people tuned in to hear what this fucking boring. No, no, fuck- that's not right. Yeah. 11.9. 26.9. Listen. That's not what I saw. Would okay. you shush? Oh my, I am going to oh mute you again. No, you're not. 26.9 million people tuned in to listen to what Joe Biden had to say last night. That is 12 million less than Donald Trump's first State of the Union. 12 million less than what Donald Trump first had. All right. So remember, he won. Just remember that. Keep that in the back of your mind. So what have we heard for the last day or so, so far? We've heard the press are covering up for his lackluster performance, his no motivation speech. Um, and as I heard it tonight, and I'm going to give it to Tucker Carlson because my guy, the guy fucking rocked this one out with his cock out, hanged out with his wanged out, rolled out with his pole out. It was a cluster bomb of cliches and it 100% was a cluster bomb of cliches. So uh, we're going to start this up. Uh, he got to start out by saying, uh, Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President, no president has ever said those words on the podium and it's about time. Wow. Um, there's a lot of people that called that one. I did. Ben Shapiro did. Uh, about four other people did. It was pretty fucking boring and stupid. Uh, and then he starts out with his first line after all the fucking welcomes and everybody else that he was talking to while sitting, sitting here tonight. This gathering is very different. A, mind, a reminder of the extraordinary times we are in is what his first words were. Now, tell me something. Did everybody else think that this was a game of optics considering there was 200 people that have already been vaccinated and they were all sitting in the same chamber? Oh, they were socially distanced and they were all wearing masks. Why? Seriously, that chamber can fit 1,600 people. Why were they wearing masks? And some of them were wearing two masks. I what mean, the I, fuck? I, I think I want to suck start a fucking handgun. Um, it continues though tonight. I come to talk about a crisis. Remember these words, folks. I'm going to keep repeating these words to you tonight. Crisis opportunity, because these are all big things. Why? Because this is how you remake America's image in that of the communist China, communist socialist 
Marxist error. Just remember that because they've all been said over a hundred million times. I'm going to skip down here. The worst pandemic in a century, the worst economic crisis since the great depression, the worst attack on our democracy since the civil war. So if he's really talking about January 6th Uh and now mind you, remember Joe Biden's been alive since the Civil War. No, well, hold on, because he's not necessarily talking about January 6th. No, 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 you're right. Joe Biden does like to tell the truth every once in a while when his dementia gets the best of him. So he does. Okay. Seriously, well, the I, worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War could be the stealing of the election. All right. Can you just fucking slow your roll? Eh, whatever. So, I mean, if he's really talking about January 6th, let's talk about some other things that took place since the Civil War. Since, I mean, he's been alive. So what about Pearl Harbor? Uh, what about the four presidents that have been assassinated and the one that was shot Reagan being the one that was shot? What about Jim Crow laws that didn't let black people vote for almost a decade? Um, what about nine 11, Joe? Yeah. Just a couple of things I'm throwing out there that you've been alive for because you've been alive since the civil war. I mean, Jesus Christ, you've been in Congress for 120 years. People died in nine 11, one person, one unarmed veteran killed by a cop died on January 6th. Just crazy. Just just saying. So now just under 100 days, I can report that America's on the move again. Why do I have that one highlighted? Everybody, I, I was asking myself earlier that, that question, but there's something about that that just didn't, mm, man, it kind of caught me. America's on the move again. Where have I heard that before? Uh, you know, I had to go look it up. And you know where I found it? Where'd you find it? <laughs> Fuck. If you wouldn't believe it, old Robert Byrd said it back in 1974. America's on the move again because we're going white. So there's a racist comment right off the bat (laughs) in the first fucking paragraph. I I guess it would be a paragraph. Joe Biden does love to plagiarize shit. So uh, he's turning peril into possibility and crisis into opportunity. Never let a good crisis go to waste. We're not even halfway through my first page that I have printed out. Let me tell you something. I've already seen the word four times. We're going to move on down. Um, after I promised 100 million COVID-19 vaccines shots in 100 days, we'll already provided 220 million COVID shots in the last, in 100 days. I said, wow, Joe, um, considering we were giving 1.5 million COVID shots a day, you were inaugurated. Um, Those don't count. There is no dramatic increase since you took office. Everything, if you look at it, you draw a graph. Okay, we got a little horizontal line and we got a vertical line, right? And in that, you take a line and you start in that corner and you just draw a gradual graph up. So get this. This is where it gets crazy, Joe. And I know you don't understand this, so I'm going to explain it to you like you're a four-year-old and you're eating carrots from your grandma's hand. Okay, listen, Joe, we were already doing 1.5 million. Okay, there's only one direction from there. It's fucking up, you dumbass. How about you lie to the American people some more? And he does, because it gets better. Because guess who started that? Trump. Oh, he doesn't mention Trump. So we move on. When I was sworn in, there was less than 1% of the seniors that were fully vaccinated against COVID-19. So this is where it gets really good because folks, if you believe that Donald Trump was withholding vaccines from seniors, I got bad news for you. He wasn't. Matter of fact, he wanted to make them first on the production line to make sure that they got their vaccines. Why? Because they were the most vulnerable. He didn't even want to give it to first responders because Donald Trump knew that the optics of it was about the old people. 
he was going to give it to the old people before he gave it to the young person. So if you were young, you weren't getting it. But Joe Biden being fucking death row Joe, he jumps in there and he says, I'm doing it now. Senior deaths from COVID-19 are down 80% since January. Wow, Joe. Um, no shit. That's all I have to say about that. No shit. When Donald Trump was putting shots in everybody's arms, no shit. Can I can I tell you something really quick? This is fun. On April 26th, just three days ago, you know how many vaccines were administered? Go. 270,780. Yeah, that's down. We, we've dropped off the numbers a bit. In just fact, bit. They're, they're closing the mask vaccine sites here, like here in Savannah. Uh, a nurse, when asked about it, said, well when we're expecting a thousand people a day and only 50 show up, it's a waste of time and money to keep this place open. Now it's a letdown. You're going to have that in those big jobs. So, anyway. So, uh, then he, he, he goes on, he bangs on for a bit about some other stupid shit. And then he says, parents are seeing smiles on their kids' faces. And I said, no, no, they're not. No. Cause they're still masked. They're still masked. In That's Michigan, a- two year olds have to wear a mask. Uh, God forbid you're not wearing a mask and you're living in your own home. No shit. Jesus Christ. You better but, have a goddamn mask on. But wait, hold on. There, there is good news on that front. Oh, it gets better. It does. We got because, more. Listen, listen. The CDC said if you have been fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask outside as long as you're not in a large group of people. Folks, if you're wearing a fucking mask outside, first of all, I'm going to have somebody. <laughs> this is my friend Bubba. He's going to come by with a ball peen hammer. He's going to smack you right in your fucking forehead because you're retarded. Seriously, our nine-year-old has now taken it upon himself uh, when kids go outside for recess on the playground and any of them are wearing masks. He goes up to them and says, take the stupid diaper off your face. You're outside. It's time to breathe. So then he goes on and he He's says- well indoctrinated. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, then he goes on and he says, well, we kept our commitment and we're sending- we're, we're sending." $1,400 in rescue checks to 85% of all American households. Didn't we already get those? We've already sent more than 160 million checks out the door. Okay. Making America broke again. <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing right there. Making America broke again. Yeah. It should be a new campaign slogan for him. So one thing I want you to remember too, folks, as we go through this, he started out very uppity, high beat. I'm going to get to the point. You'll start hearing me talk. Because I'm going to slow way the fuck down, just like Joe did, because Joe got really tired towards the end. It's really funny. Anyway, so during these 100 days, an additional 800,000 Americans enrolled in the Affordable Care Act because I established a special sign-up period to do that. Oh, and by the way, he also included an incentive that if you signed up for the Affordable Care Act, you got some more money in your check. So Obamacare's well back and well in forward, moving forward. So if you did not think that Joe Biden, if you thought that Joe Biden, first of all, was a moderate, again, I know this guy, Bubba, he's going to come by your house. And he's going to beat you in the head with a ball peen hammer. Second of all, this guy is nothing but a fucking gigantic leftist radical. I, I cannot put it any more straight to you. He wants Obamacare. He's willing to spend $10 million in his first hundred days in the fucking in office. Um, and he thinks he's going to get reelected. He thinks that this is all good, that the country's behind him. Yet tonight he had a lackluster performance in Duluth, Georgia, where he showed up to talk to president Ford. And I, I heard, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that president Ford may have died. I'm not sure, but <laughs> 
if he died, he died from boredom because Joe Biden is the most boring son of a bitch I've ever seen. And Ted Cruz proved that to us last night. Moving right along in the process of the economy, we created 1.3 million new jobs in our first 100 days. Okay, 1.3 million. It doesn't account for the 8.7 million jobs that he destroyed in his first 10 days in office. Isn't that interesting? Does anybody not see that number? Where's that number? Let's put your two numbers against each other. Let's talk about the jobs you created and the ones you destroyed. Those don't count. I think there should be a graph. Yeah. And when you're standing there in the screen, there should be two graphs. But those don't count. I know. Those don't count because it's, it's, it's not about the jobs he destroyed. Those were bad jobs. Don't you know? Those were like oil pipeline jobs, shit like that. Yeah, they, those, those don't count. Those are those bad things. Yeah. And then then he said that this will be the fastest pace of economic growth in this country in nearly four decades. So you ready to get, get this one, okay? Really? Donald Trump started the economy on a jet set going straight up, okay? That was Donald Trump, what Donald Trump did in four years, okay? Yeah, he basically injected just four years, caffeine into the economy. He made the economy fucking jump like, a fuck, like it was going to Everest, all right? Then you got Joe Biden who comes in, who rides on his heels after Donald Trump in his last year had the issues with the pandemic and everything else. It's an artificial fucking suppression of our economy uh, because everybody stopped working. Nobody's going out. Nobody's doing shit. Well, now we're getting back at it. And now that we're getting back at it, who's there to pick up the pieces? None other than Joe Biden. Do not believe anything this motherfucker says. He is full of shit. You, so then he, are, are you, hold on. Are you, are you starting to see a bigger picture here? Because shutting down the economy wasn't just about stealing the election. Shutting down the economy was about stealing the election and then making Biden look good to oh, open no. the economy oh, back no. up. Oh, I got something else to go. To. No, no, don't. Would All you right, I'm shut your thunder up? Again. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Haven't you ever heard of the New World Order? Uh, yeah. That's what the, I'm about to show you why that's what this is all about. So we run down again. That's why I proposed the American Jobs Plan, a once in a generation <laughs> investment in America itself. Hey, asshole. Didn't Obama say that? Shovel Shut up. No. Jesus. An investment in America. If I'm making an investment, I expect a fucking return. So if you steal my money from me and you just give it to somebody else, that is not a fucking investment, asshole. That is you redistributing my wealth to someone else. And the American investment that you're so-called, you, you're so-called telling me that this is an investment, this is not an investment. I'm not going to see any return on my money. I'm not going to make more money. If I invest in something, I expect to get some dough back. Period. Well, you know, it, it, they're they're gonna make the rich pay their fair share. So they're they're. Why are on, you listen. jumping into that? Why why are you, you know that's coming you're, up in the speech? You're talking about the American Jobs Plan. Yes, and I'm not even to that point they're, yet. But you're already you jumping into it. You just talked about the American Jobs Plan. I I'm not I'm not I haven't even destroyed it yet. I just destroyed his opening statement about it because that's not an investment. When I make an investment, mm. I expect to get money back. I do not expect you to take my money and give it to somebody else because I'm not going to see that money again. No shit. Put that shit in Dogecoin. 
For me, when I think about climate change, I think about jobs. Yeah, right. That's what China's <laughs> thinking about, not you, asshole. There's no reason why the blades of wind turbines can't be built in Pittsburgh instead of Beijing. That's not true either because you're the one. He was the original one who brokered the deal with Beijing to make the goddamn blades. I'm confused, Joe. How did you not know that you did that? Unless it's might not really be you. Hmm. Oh, and then he says, well, we have to stick to one principle. We have to buy American. Uh, something Democrats are fucking terrible at. They cannot buy American. You want to know why? Uh, they don't want to pay for quality. They want the cheapest route possible. There is a reason why it costs the government $400,000 for a fucking hammer to work on the space shuttle. It's not because there's something special about the metal. It's not because there's something special about the hammer. No. It's because the government has got to go to China to get it. Get where I'm going with this? I mean, I can buy a hammer from Home Depot for $8.53. Just and, about. And that shit's made in China too. So then he goes on, he says, nearly 90% of the infrastructure jobs created in the American Jobs Plan do not require a college degree. 75% do not require an associate's degree. Huh. This is a push straight up for his wife. This is 100% a push straight up for his wife. But what's the... What's the easy side of this? Who did he just really piss off? Because if you really think about where the indoctrination starts for most of your kids, it's college. Yeah, I'm really confused because he's giving free college, but then he's starting jobs for people without college degrees. So, hey, guess what? Which all, is it? Hey, all you Trump supporters out there that you know, went January 6th that were, or have ever been to a Trump rally, you're the uneducated fucks he's talking about. I'm one of those uneducated fucks apparently, and I'm educated, but I'm not according to him because I guess I don't need to, because I could go get one of these great jobs that he's talking about that still have yet to materialize, nor has he laid out a plan for them. Where's the plan for him, Joe? I want to know about these jobs because if I can really make that much money uh, doing one of these jobs, Fuck, I'll quit both my jobs and go do that. I mean, I, I want to know where the jobs for the college educated people are because when you tax the big corporations to literal death, then they don't have the money to hire managers with college degrees. Well, the next one I love is, well, just remember, seventy um, Wall Street didn't build this country. No, no. Wall the Street middle class built this country yeah. and unions are the middle class. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Excuse me? squeeze me. So when he said that, that automatically made my ears perk up last night. And I took a little bit more and I kind of really concentrate on what he was saying, because there's something here that I want you all to listen to right now. And that's why I'm calling on Congress to pass the protecting the right to organize act, the pro act, and it should be sent to my desk to support the rights to unionize. By the way, let's also pass that $15 minimum wage. Um, Wait a minute. Aren't you, unions the reason that most kids aren't still in school? You want to unionize. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. Um, folks, if you do not understand what this is, I'm going to go ahead and explain it to you. 
one of the biggest things that the mob ever influenced in its whole entire life when it was alive and vast and moving around New York City. And you can call it whatever you want to call it, the mob, the syndicate, the uh the family. There's a bunch of different names for it out there. I know in the Midwest, it was the syndicate. I know out West, it was probably the mob. I know on the East Coast, it was the mob. I know for a fact, it was the mob on the East Coast. Anyway, long story short, the mob's back, folks. That's what he just did. He just said, hey, look, mobsters, come back, get involved. I need your people to vote for me. Now, in the beginning of this section here, he was starting to get a little tired. You could see he was getting a little pinked. Just wait. Okay. Well, real quick, I, I can see why he's supporting the mob, right? Didn't we say on a previous podcast that Cuomo is a mobster? Well, right? Yeah. I mean, well, uh, absolutely. So I would say he's a mobster, but he's involved with them somehow. Yeah. So he's involved with the mob. Um, Biden is really supporting Cuomo for some odd reason. So the the coronavirus weekly phone call. You remember at the beginning when? Yeah, I know Biden he's not involved in them anymore. He, he was going yep, 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 to yep, yep. work for the governors with the governors. Yep, he's not he involved. He has in them yet to join a single one of those phone calls. Coronavirus phone with call with the governors. You know who's in charge of the, that coronavirus tax Cuomo. force? Cuomo. Why would that be? Hmm. Well, he's your mobster in chief if you're in New York. Yeah. Anyway, he goes on to mind you. We're still not out of. The, the, I know, like the first five minutes. No, no, we're still not out of the Family Cares Act, the uh, the Family Protection Act or whatever the fuck it is. I thought this was the American Jobs Plan. Or the or American Jobs Plan, whatever. We're not even out of that yet because now he's now he's talking about more technological changes in 10 years and blah, 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 non-defense research on the record because, you know, he cares about the military. Um, he goes on to talk about DARPA. And DARPA, the biggest waste of space in the American military, and I can go ahead and 100% tell you right now that DARPA is the biggest waste of space in the American military. Uh, the de Defense Department has an agency called DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research and Projects Agency, and they are absolutely worthless. Do you know what tits on a, on a bull are? Are they worthless, though? Do you know what tits on a bull are? There's a lot of conspiracy theories about DARPA. Do you know what tits on a bull are? They don't exist. Okay. That's how worthless DARPA is. Is it though? It is. Hmm. DARPA is a cool cover name for a bunch of stupid shit. DARPA is DARPA is a fucking lie. They never created the internet. They had something to do with GPS. They never I created Al Gore it. created the internet. Exactly. Al Gore did. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, so what is what does Dickhead do while he's up there talking? The National Institutes of Health and, and NIH should create a similar advanced research project to, for the Agency of Health. The nod to Dr. Fauci. Oh, Senor Fauci. Oh, oh yes. some serious shit came out about Fauci, though. And then uh, he wants Vice President to meet regularly in the Oval Office with Democrats and Republicans to discuss the Americans' jobs plan. When? They've never met. They've never met. Matter of fact, every Republican that has come out to speak against this plan has said that they have never met with the president about it yet. So what Republicans are you talking about? Because none of the Republicans you're referring to have met with you in the Oval Office. None. And the one that did was Mitch McConnell. And Mitch McConnell said that he never talked about the American jobs plan with you. So I'm really confused about who he's talking about and when he's talking. It must have been, oh, it must have been under Obama. What am I talking about? It was under Obama. So that's why I'm in. So he doesn't give even get out of the American jobs plan, right? 
And he jumps right into this one. That's why I'm introducing the American Families Plan tonight. Which well, wait, will wait, adjust- wait, 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 back, back up, because in part of his speech about the American Jobs Plan, and you may not have highlighted this, but but I did, the Paycheck Fairness Act. Yeah, on my desk for equal for pay for equal a long pay time. Yeah, between men and women. I'm sorry, hasn't that been debunked? Because as far as I recall, which you know I recall everything, they did a survey last year, the year before, and the year before that, that showed that women actually make more than men. In a lot of situations. So anyway, he doesn't even get out of the American jobs plan. And he jumps into the American family plan, family, families plan tonight, which addresses the four biggest challenges facing American families today. Oh, by the way, this is another $1.89 trillion that he is going to spend on this. Okay. $1.89 trillion. This is where I get my $10 trillion from, folks, just in case you're wondering how I got $10 trillion. This is absolutely ridiculous. So he just spent $2.1 trillion on the American jobs plan. He's spending another $1.8 trillion on the American families plan, which I'm like, what are you talking about? How does this play out? Did, did he ask President Xi's permission for it? So that, apparently that, they spent over 24 hours in private discussions. That's why the American Families Plan guarantees an additional additional years of public education for every person in America starting as early as we can. We are adding years of universal, high-quality preschool, which we're talking about. My favorite little... What? Head Start? Head Start plan yeah, no, that, that we're work. talking about, yep. which doesn't work, uh, for three- and four-year-old... Three and four-year-olds in America. More Head Start nonsense that just hasn't worked in the past. Research shows that young childs that go to school every day and not daycare are more likely to graduate from high school or college, which they've also proved is bullshit. Oh, by the way, they're also going to grant some more Pell Grants for the and investments in historically black colleges and universities. Well, didn't, hey, didn't Joe. did Trump just put permanent funding in for historically black colleges and universities? Hey, Joe, what about the white colleges? Just asking. I mean, it's a fair question. If you're going to talk about black, hey, better yet, let's talk about Latino colleges. What about the Latinx colleges there, Joe? Or maybe better yet, the American Indian colleges. Oh, you didn't bring those up, did you? So we're going to move on because, like I said, we, we've got a limited amount of time. We've got to get okay, this done. Hold on, hold on. In March, we're going to expand the tax credit for every child in a family. Up to $3,000 a child tax credit for over six and $3,600 for children under six. So if, you're, if your children's over six years old, you're going to get $3,000. And if your children's under six years old, you're going to get 30. Okay, that's a tax credit. So I'm, I'm trying to add all this up. Now, if you do the math on this, and I didn't, so y'all have to bear with me on this one because somebody else did the math for me because there's no way there's too many zeros. And you start doing that against the kids in America. How much money do you think that is? How much, how much money do you think that works out? Just a rough estimate. $1.4 trillion. Okay. Just to give you an idea. Okay. 1.4 trillion. Now add that up with everything else. We're actually over 10 trillion folks because this actually puts us over the 11 trillion hump. So we're actually like $11.2 trillion now. Guess what? One more time. 
Our country has never spent that much money in one year ever. This guy has done it in less than 100 days or is trying to do it in less than 100 days. All right? Just throwing it out there. Okay. So 50% approximately of American families actually have a negative tax, right? So they, they don't pay taxes back. The government pays them for being broke, right? Rough. At the end of each, each well, it's year. Like, it's like 61.3% or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right? really- they, it's- they actually get a, a 50% negative tax break. So, okay. So if you make $10,000, right? And you pay 10% in taxes. So you pay $1,000 in taxes over the course of your year working. You actually end up getting back $1,500. The government pays you more for being broke. Correct. So essentially what they're saying, okay, when this works out, all right, what, what's, what's happening with that money is you're being taxed on this money. And then what happens is the government is giving you on top of what your normal taxes are, another $3,600 for having that kid under six years old or $3,000 if you're under six and 3,600 if he's over six. Um, and essentially- no, no, it's the opposite. 3,600 if they're under six and 3,000 if they're over six. So essentially what it boils down to is that they're saying that uh, you're doing good in our books because you're a single mom with one kid um, and you're going to make all this money now. Watch this. Um, that's what they used to call back in the day, buying votes. Absolutely. Because if people don't pay taxes, they don't give a fuck where their tax money spent. Exactly. So uh, we're trying to hurry up here, folks. I will not impose any tax increases on people making less than $400,000 a that's year. That's already been proven. That's false. already been proven. That's bullshit because it's that's actually a couple thousand per couple yes. per couple. So 200,000 per person. And let me just say, if you live anywhere that's not in the deep South, um, if you make less than $200,000 per person, you're, you're living in the poor house, right? You're living in the fucking ghetto in the, you know, the boroughs of New York. So we're not even getting into really the good shit because there's a lot of shit I can get into here. I've got a lot of shit highlighted. I'm trying to skip over there. I'm trying to hit the big like wave tops here for you. But the, another great one that he said, this is a doozy too. This one fucking just rocked my world when he said it. And the IRS will crack down on millionaires and billionaires who cheat on their taxes. That's estimated to be in the billions of dollars. But then he says almost immediately after that, he says, look, I'm not out to punish anyone. No, definitely not. What? No. You just said the IRS will crack down on millionaires and billionaires. Uh, it sounds to me, Joe, like you're out to punish people. Are they going to go after Hunter? That's a great question. Look at the big cut in uh, 2017. He brought this up too. He brought up Trump's tax cut in 2017. It was supposed to pay for itself and the generation of vast economic growth. Instead, it added $2 trillion to the deficit, which we've already established that that is 100% a lie. That is not true. What he's talking about is full of shit, and it would have worked out fine if you hadn't gone and fucked it up, Joe, but you've gone and fucked it up, and you decided to spend another $10 trillion on top of what Trump was already proposing. His shit would have worked out better, Joe. We already know that. And then he says that uh, trickle-down economics has never worked. Really? That's what I said. Really? Because what is as far as I can recall, when Trump 
deregulated businesses and encouraged business growth. Could have sworn we got a vaccine faster in history than we've ever seen one. I don't want to talk about the vaccine right now, but we had the lowest unemployment and the highest job participation rate in 40 years. And every American average, every household got an extra $5,000 just based on how good the economy was doing, because you know what? They got raises. They got raises. They didn't get free, not free money from the government. They worked. Their businesses were successful. Their bosses, the corporations that make millions of dollars, trickled some of that money down to the employees to the turn of tune of $5,000 on average per family. So, or per person, actually. mm, How does trickle down economics not work? Well, he's saying that that Reagan was wrong, I guess, well, and all of that. Whatever. But it gets even better than that, folks, because then he goes on to the climate. I don't know how he jumped from that without explaining how he's going to pay for it. Uh, and then he jumps into the climate and he says that the climate crisis well, is wait, before not he jumps our into the climate. Wait, no, he he did. He plagiarized Trump again. Okay, well, we we can't hit every top because we we don't have the time for that. So just stop. Sure okay, do. I'm going to keep going. So the climate crisis is not our fight alone either. So then he talks about how he's, that's why I'm keeping my commitment to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement on my first day in office. Yeah, he's also paying for his friends because now we're, again, pushing money into a program that we never saw any of the benefits from. Other countries did, but we never did. And then it was my my discussion with President Xi. I told him that we were he was we were welcome to competition and that we're not looking for conflict. But I made it absolutely clear that I will defend American interests across the board. Yeah, right, Joe. Yeah. You're not doing that. You're sucking Xi's dick. Everybody knows that. He's uh, looking for conflict with Russia, not with China. He wants to. He he also told Xi that I'm gonna I'm gonna maintain a strong military presence in Indo Pacific and NATO in Europe, and I'm standing straight with NATO. Uh, whatever, Joe, you're full of shit. And then he re- responded to the d- d- direct and proportionate way the Russia's interference in our elections. Wait a minute. Russian interference in our elections? I thought we had the most safe and secure elections ever. How did That's Russian interfere? That's what I thought. And it says on cyber attacks in our government businesses. And they did these things that I was. Res- um, oh, by the way, this is all happening because of the request of Hill Dog. This is all coming from Hillary. Hillary asked for all this. Miss Evergreen herself? Yeah, because, you know, it was her stuff that got hacked. By Russia. By Russia, supposedly. Hmm. And then he brought up that uh, we we extended and started a new Stark Treaty. Okay. (laughs) Is that like the Russian reset button? Oh, Jesus Christ, people. All right, so the Stark Treaty is about nuclear arms. It's about dismantling nuclear arms. All right. So this is the great part about the Stark Treaty. The Stark Treaty worked like this, all right? Um, You show me yours, I'll show you mine. It was like the game you played with the little girls behind the bushes. You show me your pee-pee, I'll show you mine. Okay. However, the way this was really working, when it boiled down, when the Stark Treaty originally was told, it was a great idea. Reagan came up with it, with uh, the Kremlin, everything else. Yeah, you dismantle yours, I'll dismantle mine, that type of thing. We'll show each other, blah, blah, blah. Well, long story short, folks, is the Russians never played ball in that game. That's because Putin knows he's got the biggest dick in the room and doesn't give a fuck. It's not a... 
you're missing the point completely. Again. Oh, I thought we were talking about showing the size of our dicks, but okay. But we realized that the Russians weren't playing ball because they were dismantling shit that had already been dismantled in front of us. And <laughs> so we dismantle were dismantle it, rebuild it, and dismantle it again. We were dismantling real weapons of mass destruction. And they were dismantling shit that had already been destroyed in front of us. Well, old Joe, you know, being that he's Joe Biden and uh, he's sleepy Joe, he wants to play that game again because apparently he thinks he can go back into the room and show him their his dick and they're going to be impressed. And it's old and saggy and it's short and shriveled and probably hangs to the right, not to the left because he's lost half his mind. So um, I'm pretty sure Vladimir Putin right now is laughing at our president. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm pretty sure the whole fucking world is laughing at our president. And American leadership means ending the forever war in Afghanistan. And oh, even have we heard that before, even uh, Petraeus came out tonight and said that this is the biggest mistake that he could ever meet make because in the lack of American leadership in any Islamic state held country creates a vacuum in which ISIS and all of those groups show back up and they take over. So this is really bad. And then he said, I'm the first president in 40 years who knows what it means to have a child serving in a war zone. Uh, no, you don't, Joe. You, your son died of brain cancer in the U.S. He never served overseas. He did serve overseas. When? What, he served a tour? Yeah. Okay. Joe, get the fuck out of here. The rest of us served like I have a passport to Afghanistan. I could live there. I could own a farm there if I wanted to. He served in Iraq for a year after being deployed in 2008. And then died of brain cancer somewhere shortly after that. Joe, again, Joe, don't, don't, don't give us this shit. I, I don't want to fucking hear it. Your other son's a fucking crackhead. Where the fuck are you parenting his ass, huh? Not fucking beating the shit out of him like you should have. He's 50 years old and he's fucking banging his brother's wife who is a widow because his brother died of brain cancer. Get the fuck out of here. And and by the way, he was in the National Guard. Even as we do, we will maintain an over-the-horizon capability to suppress future threats to, to our homeland. How? When we can't find them now, how are you going to do it then? When we have no one in the country in which they're operating out of? Just a question, Joe. I mean, this is a simple one. I figured you already had an answer for it, but... You said that like you knew what you were talking about. Well, because that's not the focus anymore. Our intelligence agents have. Determined whoa, 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 whoa. You need to stop right there. And we can't ignore our biggest threat. And our own intelligence agencies have determined this. Okay. The most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today is from white supremacy. It's you, babe. Huh? It's you. White. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. No, you're, no. You're shut up. Would you shut up? Nope. White supremacy. He didn't make a mistake, folks. He said white supremacy. It was supposed to be white supremacist terrorism. He said in his speech, white supremacy. He said white supremacy is terrorism. No, no, he did not. Yeah. In the speech, he said the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today is from white supremacy. He never said terrorism. I, he I'm said, looking at the New York Times copy of the speech, and it says, okay. we won't ignore what our intelligence agents have determined to be the most 
most lethal terrorist threat to our homeland today. Okay. White okay. supremacy Would you please is stop. terrorism. Stop. According to the one that I downloaded from the White House, and then I went and watched the video that we have on the TV, what he said on the TV is the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today is from white supremacy. So the New York and in Times the downloaded speech, in the edited speech, it says white supremacist terrorism. He said the biggest threat that we have today is from white supremacy. Joe, are you, are you not a white guy? He, he obviously misread his teleprompter. Are you a black guy? So, hey, white people, we are now the threat to the United States of America. Just so you're aware. And then, oh, by the way, we have to root out systematic racism from our criminal justice system. Um, Joe, can you go ahead and define what systematic racism is? Um, and when you do, can you please inform me? Because I am unaware what systematic racism is. And then he wants to reauthorize the Violence Against Women Act, which has been a law in our country for 27 years since I first wrote it. Well, if you first wrote it, why do we have to reenact it? It should still be on the books. I, You're a woman. Tell me, how don't you know about it? Should be still in the books. And I need not tell anyone this, but gun violence in our, in our country is an epidemic in America. Hmm. People don't pe kill people. Guns kill people. So guys, remember how I told you that he was looking for the new crisis. Now he's manufacturing the new crisis in gun violence. Because remember, hold on a second. Just remember, Joe tells us that our flag is in the White House is still flying at half mast for the eight victims of the mass shooting in Georgia when 10 more lives were taken in a mass shooting in Colorado. Um, wait a minute. If it's at half mast for that and not for the fact that we just had a vice president die, um, hmm, I don't know. I'm a little confused. I mean, Walter Montale did just die. Like, not even three, two weeks ago. I think we should just leave the flags in half mass for the death of America. I, I think we should do it for the death of my brain right now because I'm more retarded having heard all of this. Well, don't forget, he said in the weekend between the two events, 250 other Americans were, we're shot, shot dead, dead in the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What 250 Americans were that? Probably in Chicago. Exactly. And what killed them? So, so then he brings do you, up. Do you think it was legal gun owners? I'm just saying. So then he brings up uh, about these magazines, <laughs> hundred rounds, <laughs> hundred round magazines. Um, Joe, if you think removing the magazines, cause I don't know how many mass shootings have been done with hundred round magazines. I haven't seen many done with a hundred round magazine. I, I've seen some hundred round magazines and they're pretty big. It's not something you bring into something. If you're going to shoot a place up, I can tell you that right now, but um, yeah, that's not going to change nothing, bud. And Oh, by the way, did deer work Kevlar? Probably not, but criminals do. And the reason that I want some bullets that are going to do some damage to a criminal is because I know they may have body armor on. So just throwing that out there. And he's not, it, the, the law doesn't ban guns with hundred mount round magazines. It bans guns with more than 10 rounds, 10 rounds. And it bans the 50 cal entirely. Well, it, but no, he told that hundred round magazines, is, he's talking about the capacity capacity magazines and he's talking about those magazines are the bad ones either way it's all stupid it's all retarded it goes again it's a violation a clear violation of our second amendment right so 
Denny says we need more Senate Republicans to join the overwhelming majority of their Democratic colleagues and close the loopholes requiring background checks to purchase a gun. One more time. I don't need to go into this again. That is a fucking lie. You already know that's a fucking lie. There's no loopholes in background checks. I could spend two hours talking about background checks to begin with. That is all bullshit. I think you did that in a previous podcast already. And then he said, don't tell me it can't be done. We've done it before and it worked. No, you didn't do it before. You've never done it, Joe. Shut the fuck up. Um, I'll tell you, there's too many people today in America who are able to buy a gun, but shouldn't be able to. Uh, No, Joe, we're not going to... You can't ask questions like that, Joe. You made that illegal for us, remember? So then we move right along, and he he goes into the border a little bit. He says, if you believe we need a tighter border security, he doesn't lay out a plan for it, mind you, because that's their biggest fuck-up that they've had so far is the border. Um, and then he says, but if you need we need tighter border security, I'll pass it. If you believe we need a pathway to citizenship, I'll pass it. Uh, no, Joe, I want you to do your job and come up with a plan so that everybody else can follow you. What we need right now is leadership in America. What we do not have is leadership in America well, hold because on. you are mentally retarded and your fucking running mate there, your co-president fucking Kamala Camelotoe Harris. She can't tell which side of her crib smells the worst yet because she can travel everywhere else but the border. But, but hold makes on. no sense to me. But he claimed on day one of my presidency, I kept my commitment and sent a comprehensive immigration bill to the United States Congress. No, he didn't. I mean, that's what he just claimed in the speech. He he didn't he send didn't. a comprehensive immigration bill to the United States nope. Congress. Already been that's already been shot down. Oh, so then debunked. Then he says that Con- we jump forward and he says Congress should pass HR one and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act on my desk right away. Uh, yeah. No. He says that the country supports it. I was like, uh, no, Joe, no, no, no. It doesn't. country doesn't support it at all. Only the leftist radicals do. They look at the, even, um, okay. No, even they don't support it because 72% of the population supports voter ID, voter ID. So then we move right along and it jumps into the full of anger, division, and rage. And he talks about, you look at the images of the mob that assaulted the Capitol as proof that the sun is setting on our American democracy. No, Joe, you're the one that believes that because you know that if we really got a hold of that fucking building, there w- we'd still have it. We'd still be there. It wouldn't have been given up. We would have taken back our American democracy and the American democracy would have gone back to we, the people, not you, the elite, because that's the problem here, folks. If you haven't figured this out yet, this is a great big speech and I've got papers thrown all over my fucking all over my living or my kitchen right now. Um, This is about the elites. This is nothing to do about the people. This is everything to do with the elites. You know what I'm going to do with this speech? I'm going to do the same thing Nancy Pelosi did with her copy of Donald Trump's speech and there you go. Because that's worthless. The whole damn thing is fucking worthless. Okay, hold on. They go on to talk about shit in there that- There, um, there is one part that, I, the whole thing pissed me off, but there is one part that seriously pissed me off, okay? And it when he said at the end, our constitution opens to the words, as trite as it sounds, we the people. It's time we remembered that we the people are the government. You and I. 
No. Not some force in a distant capital. Not some powerful force that we have no control over. Joe, no. It's us. It's You're we wrong. the people. You're wrong. Okay, yeah, that's why it pissed me off because we the people is not the government and the powerful force that they have no control over, that is the people of America. That are the 100 million Trump supporters from coast to coast, from first sea of all, to shining First sea. of all, it's not me. It's not you. It's the person that we elected to represent us. It's a representative style government. Where, when has that ever changed? Yes, it says we the people because we the people supposedly elect legally, not fraudulently, our representatives to the U.S. government. As we've been finding out right now, that hasn't been going on. For a very long time. Oh, and I got to double back because there is one thing I forgot to tell you all. And I told you I would let you know everything I know. So what's the other part of the Giuliani case that's really interesting that you all should know that I know? Let's just go ahead and start with what else happened this week. What's the other thing that's going on right now? The Everybody is aware of the Maricopa County recount. Yep, and the judge recused himself. Okay. Would you, you shut the, the fuck it. up? No, all I need you to say was Maricopa County recount. That's it. Stop. Wah, shut up. Wah. So, tell me something. Just for shits and giggles. Not like the rest of you can talk to me because you can't. I've got to deal with the hole on the other side of this table. <laughs> you like that hole. Tell me something. Who was one of the main factors behind the Maricopa County recount? And what information would he have on maybe some of his electronic devices? Oh, Rudy Giuliani? Bingo. I mean, I'm blonde and I'm stupid. I was born on a set on a Friday, just not last Friday. And I ain't all that stupid. This is the cool part, folks. All right. They are showing us their playbook right now. Well, we have to pay attention to it and watch it. I saw this shit happening Monday and it was like, I thought it was almost like slow motion. I was like, there's no fucking way. No, there most definitely is a way. This is all connected. Look at the dots. I can't lay them out for you any straighter. I can't get any more information for you that lays it out from point A to point Z. This, all this shit with, oh, Rudy Giuliani. And I haven't even gotten into Tim Scott yet because all the shit that came out about Tim Scott and how he's an uncle Tom... This or Uncle Tim, this is ridiculous, folks. This is what I'm, this is such a blatant fucking, they're playing this narrative out to the end. They will die on the narrative cross if they have to. Folks, it is time that we start speaking up. How do we start speaking up? You start saying, no, don't believe you. Stop watching. Fox News is, as far as I'm concerned, they were almost on their hands and knees last night blowing Joe Biden. Yeah, Rick Hume, all those over. fucking homos were on there. I thought they were like looking for a load load to be placed directly on their face. I really did. I honestly thought that they were waiting for Joe Biden to jerk off right on their face because if that guy could get his dick up, they would have sat there and just waited for it. Like some young bitch just went, oh, please give it to me. Oh, I'm here. Oh. It was ridiculous. It couldn't have got any more disgusting. It was like I was watching what happened on uh, in November of 2020 it's almost the same damn thing i could not fucking believe it last night that they were just i mean if they like cupped their hands any better they couldn't have grabbed his ass any bigger if you didn't think that fox news is part of the mainstream narrative you're deluding yourself i mean i listen to like there's three individuals on fox news i listen to 
Tucker, Hannity, and Ingram. That's it. Actually, I like Steve Hilton. I, I, I don't listen to anybody else. Those are the three I listen to on Fox News because I can't stand anybody else. Everybody else is so wishy-washy. It's fucking disgusting. Those three people tell you exactly how they are. Oh, okay. I listen to four. Bongino. I'm but Bongino you, works for only for the radio side. He doesn't work for the other side. But the point is, people, listen, we have to start speaking up. We have to stop listening. We have to start paying attention. I mean, the word is getting out. The the Oscars were down over half of what they were down last year. And 68%. they were they were over like uh they were down over three quarters of their viewing list viewing audience from a year before that. So it's getting out. The word's getting out there. We just got to make it more definitive. Stop going to MLB games. Fucking MLB is worthless. I've stopped. I haven't even watched a baseball game all season long. I watched opening day, I think, the Yankees opening day, and that was it. I have not watched another big, and I'm a big baseball fan, big time baseball fan. I will not watch it because of this shit. I will not watch any of this shit going. Uh, you know where our next big one's going to be, folks? This is the one that's going to tell us everything that we need to know. And this is the one we got to start pushing around. You got to start making a hashtag on whatever you're on, Parler, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, uh, Rumble. Get it out there, though. Fucking get it out there because the Olympics, that's the next one. I do not understand how Americans are going to watch the Olympics knowing what is taking place in this country. How can you call yourself an American knowing what is taking place in this country? We have to do something. We have to get out there. We have to make our voices known. We have to let everybody hear Look, we're not happy. Fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. That's what America is known for. Fuck you. Hold my beer. That's it. I'm done preaching. Uh, closing. Next episode. What about the the state of despair? Was that the state of despair right there? No, that was the state of disaster. State of disaster. It wasn't the state of the union. It was the state of disaster because hmm. that's what that was. Okay. Next episode. The Gestapo is coming. Yes, it is. And- uh, we have, uh, listened to another one that, uh, if you listen to our podcast earlier this week on Monday, Kyle turned us on to her frantic Missy, frantic Missy become fast friends really quick. And I've listened to her stuff and I'm getting my homework ready. So she better be ready to go because she's got another thing on her hand. Uh, cause well, her last episode with, uh, the big dumb podcast, I, I, I'm, I'm, I might take a little issue with some of the things she said but either way you're, you're good with a lot of the things actually there's a lot of things she said folks that uh you might want to listen to because i was actually at first i was like no 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 you know me i'm pretty close-minded until you say something that really strikes a chord you hit a chord you hit the right chord and just it was unfortunate for her she started out just going right after the catholics and then it's like well you really don't understand what a religion takes is that personally but then it kind of shifted because she got into something else that I personally know of and know a lot about. And uh, I've actually brought it up on other podcasts and I, I actually brought it up just earlier this week about a, I was at a buddy's house early on in my military career that we heard a kid say something to another kid that was like mind blowing because I was like, there's no fucking way in hell. Anyway, she seems really cool. Uh, check her out if you can find her, but go check out the Big Dumb Podcast. It's on there. I know that. Uh, they did a whole episode with her. I can't wait to get her on here. Um, we're going to try and get her on here. Hopefully, next episode might not be. It might be in the future, um, but we're working on it. Uh, like, share, comment, of course. And, you know, you got a question, email us, mcvlin at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at vlinq. Check out our Telegram, the Patriot Party podcast chat with Mick and vlin. Or Lynn and Mick. I don't know. Whatever. It'll all be in the show notes. 
Yeah. Uh, just check out the show notes at the end. Uh, again, we had uh, started this out with Count Blentis. Again, if you haven't found him yet, it's a Red Pill EP. Uh, look him up. He's got five great songs on there. And I swear to God, we're using every single one. We're obviously saving uh, one of those for uh, old, uh, our friend, Miss Janet there, deplorable. Mm-hmm. She'll be on hopefully soon. I'm we're, we're trying to get her on as well. I know we're going on her podcast. I think uh, this coming not this Saturday, but no, next this Saturday. Saturday. Oh, no, it is this Saturday. Yep. We're doing it this Saturday. So uh, we'll be on her podcast this Saturday. So keep an ear out for us. Go on uh, Podbean because that's where that is at. It's not on Apple iTunes. Deplorable Nation. I'm not sure when it'll drop. It'll probably drop Tuesday. That's usually when she drops. Her yeah, she, she she does some editing. Yep. We don't do any editing. We just drop it yep. almost immediately. So yep. it sounds more real. Um, other than Plus, that, folks, we're lazy. We don't, we don't do that whole after editing bullshit. Yeah. We, we don't like adding like drop extra go. shit. Yeah, we're, nope. we're, we're just, we're kind of just trying to be real with y'all. Anyway, uh, I don't have anything further, but I Thank like God. trying to keep this at an hour and 30 minutes and <laughs> it did not work because I had interruption Mary across the table from me. Well, this is a joint effort. I, I know that, but sometimes you, you got to know, you, you got to read the waves, babe. Sometimes you just fucking surf on the high, high just tops. Just because you're in a rush doesn't mean our listeners are. Yeah, but I'm trying to get through the information so I can get all the information out there for them. Um, I hope I blew some of your mind tonight. Uh, either way, uh, I can always get information like that. And I've gotten some information like that before and I've always passed it on. So I'm just keeping up to my end of the bargain. Either way, uh, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. No, we're done. Have a good night. Uh, Great.